I'm Sarah. I'm Erin. And I'm Amanda. You're listening to Seaside Seaside Stories. Sweet dreams. A phrase commonly used to express good wishes to a person going to sleep. When those two simple words are spoken from a loved one, they morph into something much more meaningful, don't you think? Your guardian tucks you into your warm bed at night. They give you a kiss on your forehead. They say, sweet dreams, and then you're off into the land of dreaming. Now, don't start dozing off on me. I haven't yet begun my story. That's what you're here for, isn't it? Well, I'll quit dawdling and get right to it. Margaret was 15 years old when her and her family moved into their new home. The house was big enough so she could finally get her own room without having to share with her little brother. The bedroom was a decent size, and she was given the freedom to position her furniture just how she wanted it. There was a large window on the opposite side of the wall to her bed. It overlooked the tops of trees and the rooftops of neighboring houses and the sun streamed in just so beautifully. The closet was to the left of her bed, and the door to the hallway was to her right. There was only the matter of putting her belongings away and decorating her room. Each day mostly consisted of her going through more boxes, and each night her mother would be sure to bid her sweet dreams. Margaret was a light sleeper. She could wake to the sound of a pin dropping, which is why she woke so suddenly to the thud, followed by the scratching on her bedroom window. After wiping the sleep from her eyes, she glanced around the room before training her eyes on the window. A small tree branch was scratching at the window. It sounded like the wind had picked it up and must have brought it over. There was no way she'd be able to get a wink of sleep with that scratching at the window all night. Reluctantly, she rolled out of bed to remove the problem. The latch to open the window was very stiff from disuse, but with one, two, three attempts, she finally cracked the window open, wide enough to reach out and toss the offensive branch over the edge of the roof. She closed and latched the window with a loud clunk as it settled back on the track. Glancing up, she froze in place, having caught sight of a dark, shadowy figure. It was perched on her neighbor's rooftop, staring at her with these wide eyes and a toothy white grin that reached from ear to ear. She couldn't tear her eyes away as it jumped and clung to the side of the window, looking in at her as drool fell in long strands at the edges of its mouth. The sound of the impact of its body hitting the glass brought her back to herself. She screamed at the top of her lungs, scrambling backward till she met the foot of her bed. A moment later, Margaret's parents ran through the door in chorus of, What's wrong? And are you okay? She cried as she pointed at the thing outside her window, but her parents were oblivious to it. They weren't seeing what she was seeing. After spending time trying to calm her down, they resorted to closing the curtains and managed to convince her that it was just a bad dream. By morning, she had forgotten about the whole encounter. 
for the most part. She remembered having a nightmare that night. It had something to do with that window. She was sure of it. It made her feel uneasy whenever she looked at it. She decided to keep the curtains closed and moved her bed on the same side as the closet so she wouldn't be directly facing the window. She was happy with how her room looked and then decided she would spend some time outside to enjoy the fresh air and the shining sun. Her parents let her go for a walk, even told her where she could find the park, on one condition. She had to bring her little brother, Mike. She groaned and complained before finally agreeing. She walked along the sidewalk as Mike rode on his small tricycle. It was about a 10 minute walk to the park. As to be expected, it was quite busy. Children were running around the playground as their parents sat on nearby benches, keeping themselves occupied, chatting with other parents or tapping away on their phones. Mike stepped off his tricycle and ran off towards the slides. Margaret rolled her eyes as she wheeled his bike over to an unoccupied space beneath the tree. She sat down and pulled out her book to read in the shade. Hours had passed, and they were finally on their way home. The house was looming in the distance, and Mike's bike slowed down on the sidewalk, an evident frown on his face. What's wrong? Margaret asked. His frown only deepened as he replied, I'm scared. Margaret chuckled a bit. Why are you scared? At night, the grinning man watches me through my window. It felt as though her heart stopped. Not wanting to frighten him further, she put her hand on his shoulder. You want to sleep in my room with me tonight? He smiled before pedaling hard the rest of the way home. The rest of the day was quiet. They ate dinner in silence, and after a couple hours, her and Mike got ready for bed. Margaret opened her bedroom door to feel a cool draft. Flicking on the lights revealed an open window. She rushed over and quickly shut it before locking it and looking around outside. The grinning man was nowhere in sight. She breathed a sigh of relief and closed the curtains once more. Turning around, she saw that Michael was already comfortable in her bed. She had to smile at that. Don't hog all the covers. I just need to talk to Mom. I'll be back. She slipped out the door and down the hallway to her parents' room. She gently knocked on the door before calling out. Hey, did either of you open my window? A moment passed. Sorry, hon, that was me. Your room was already so stuffy. I guess I forgot to close it, her mom replied. All right, just leave that to me, okay? It's a little cold in my room, she said, not wanting to mention the real reason, that she was scared of something that her and her brother had been seeing at night. There's extra blankets in the closet, her mom mentioned, before their bedroom light went out. She walked to the linen closet and pulled out an extra large fleece blanket, then made her way back to her room. She noticed her bedroom light was turned out. Pushing the door wider, allowed the nightlight in the hallway to peek in, slightly illuminating a dark shadowy figure, cradling a sleeping Michael in his thin, black arms. The grinning man caught her terrified gaze with his own wide eyes and hungry grin. It leapt toward the open window, but before he could bound out, she had dropped the blanket and ran across the room, grabbing onto the creature. 
digging her fingernails into its calf and shin, preventing its escape. It shrieked as she began pulling it back inside so she could reach for her brother. Let him go, you son of a bitch, she yelled. At this point, Michael was awake. He was crying and screaming as he realized what was happening. The grinning man stepped back into the room, turning and dropping Michael at its feet, then raised its arm, preparing to strike her with a clawed hand. When the bedroom light turned on, and the grinning man exploded in a cloud of what looked like ash. Margaret's mom picked Michael up off the floor and held him to her, leaving the room and trying to calm him down as her dad began to scold Margaret. What the hell are you doing, Margaret? You've scared your brother half to death. She stared at her hands covered in black soot. Her father really couldn't see it? Go to bed right now. We'll talk in the morning. He slammed the bedroom door shut. She got up and closed the window again, locking it in place and closing the curtains. She cleaned the black off her hands, then pulled the blankets around herself. She lay awake with the light on, fighting to keep her eyes open. But eventually, she fell asleep. Unbeknownst to her, the light began to flicker before going out completely. The black, soot-like material was reforming by the window, pulling itself back together into its wispy form, then gliding across the room towards Margaret's bed. She awoke some time later to the feeling of something wet dripping on her face. She opened her eyes, and although the light had been turned off, she could see the grinning man hovering over her, saliva dripping out of its wide, wide mouth and onto her face, its fixed gaze boring into her. She tried to scream, but its hand came up, clamping her mouth shut before cradling the back of her head and lifting it closer and closer to its awaiting mouth. It intended on having its meal tonight. It was done waiting. But before biting into her, it paused a moment to whisper in her ear. Sweet dreams. Today's story was titled Sweet Dreams, written and told by Amanda. Don't forget to tune in every Sunday night for a new exciting episode. I'll see you next week. Bye.